Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for blessing us to come into 2023. Thank you for blessing us in the area of our finances, Lord. I pray that we're good stewards over our time, our talent that you give us, the temple, our bodies, and treasure our finances. Let what we do be pleasing in your sight, Lord. We pray your hand upon everything that we do, and we give you all the glory and all the honor in everything that we do. We say this prayer in the name of Jesus. And the people of God said, amen. All right, everybody. This is our first seminar in 2023. Um, I'm excited. Uh, what we do is at the beginning of every year, we do something called state of the markets. So I'll repeat again, state of the market. So what we do is we talk a little bit about what happened in the past and a little bit about like what we see kind of coming in the future. And I'm just forewarning you a little bit. I should have pop this up here right quick. I have a presentation. I'm going to put it up. But I do want to say this for someone to introduce my group, but I want to say something to the people that came to this last year. Every This is the good news and the bad news. Everything that I said last year kind of happened. So, so, so there's certain things we want to talk about in, in, in managing that, okay? So before I get started, though, I, I got to introduce you to the team because I know everybody on the line. I don't know what you're thinking. George does everything by himself. I know you're thinking that. He does all the paperwork, all everything, but I actually don't. So we're going to go by uh, the order of the people that are kind of in the in the, in the boxes around me. So um, we start with uh, Shana. So Shana right over here. She's going to wave her hand. And then you guys see her with the Thompson Wealth Management background and everything like that. So uh, Shana uh, is, is is my direct assistant and does all the, diff all the different areas. And she's also the budgetista, does, does all things in budgeting and everything like that. And also today, she'll also be doing concierge service with us today. So if you guys have questions, stuff like this in the chat, she'll also be able to help. And then uh, 2023, they told me I'm not going to start this year by saying you guys just order some food. It'll be delivered by the time we finish the presentation. We decided to stop saying that this year. I'm going to take a one-week one break from that, a one-time break from that. All right. Then over there, we also have uh, Julianne. And then also she runs air traffic control. So um, Julianne is who you always interact with when you set an appointment and, and things like that. And then also, she's also in meetings with me as well. And then uh, right next to her at my boxes is uh, Crystal Moselle. So Crystal is uh, a dual employee. So she works with Thompson Wealth Management. And then she also uh, works with uh, works with me at uh, Faithful Central Bible Church. It's on I'm Pastor George there and all the things we do in the community and all of the financial seminars that I do over there as well. And then um, co-hosting with me today, and then she'll be asking all the, uh, what that, what the questions and everything like that. We have the vice president of everything. So we have Danette Wilkerson. She's over there waving uh, when she gets ready to. Okay, she decided to do that. So now she's waving. So she'll also be um she'll also be with us and then she'll be um answering questions or helping answer the questions and everything like that all right so um if you are a client there'll be times when i'll be talking here and if there's certain questions you have i'm gonna, I'm gonna answer them and, and everything like that and also i want to just thank all of you for being on whether you're a client or you're just new you've just heard about me from um somewhere and, and in doing it so i would like to just welcome everyone here so I would like to start by putting up a presentation and then we're going to walk through it. So we're gonna go over, it's called state of the markets. So what's going on in the markets? So I'm gonna pop this up and then if you let me know how it looks on the screen. So does everybody see it on the screen? Looks amazing. Okay, great. So, so everybody, state of the markets, okay? So I just want to kind of walk through a couple of things with you, and I'll, I'll kind of be putting this up and down. So first of all, right now, we got the formalities right now. So just letting you know that we're um, financial advisors, and also that I'm a registered investment advisor with Thompson Wealth Management. A little bit of also information right here, and I'll just let you look at it for a few for a few seconds. And just want to have this up here and do that. Right. If you got any other questions about that, you can just let us know. All right. And then also, everybody, if you could mute yourselves while we're talking right now. And then also just want to have everybody, if we can, 
have all of your attention, okay? We'll let a little bit, if you guys, you can put a load of laundry in the laundry because we are doing this virtually and doing that, okay? And then we just want to have you muted so you don't want to hear in the background, hey, to your kids. The only person that can yell at their kids right now during the presentation is me. How's that? You know, you know, and doing that, okay? So just give us your attention and then we... We promise uh, that I usually try to, we try to do this at about, in about 60 minutes or less, meaning like 45 minutes, and then we just kind of have questions, and then we can also have them in between as well, okay? And then we want you to know that we welcome questions, and I like it when you ask questions. When you ask a question, you know what I'm thinking in my mind? Somebody else may have that question, and I think that many of you know, and I'm doing this. I've written I've written several books, and a lot of the things that I write in my books comes from the questions. But so, if you ask a question, I just want to let you know, and and you know, someone else may have that exact same question. So I'm going to give a general answer, and then if you're a client, well, uh, uh, Julianne or Shane is going to write down your name, and then I'll call back and give you a more detailed answer. If you're not a client or just first time you're hearing this, you're doing this. I'll give a general answer, and then at the end, or actually now in the chat, we'll put a link up that you can contact us, or just give us your information, then we can call you back, learn a little bit more information, and also give you a more detailed answer. Does that make sense? I would like to give you an example. So if you said to me during this presentation, I was doing to say, hey, how much does a child need to go to college? Then I'll say, hey, you know, I'll tell you how much colleges cost around but then if a client asks me that, and they have an, I know they have a nine-year-old child, they want to go to UCLA, or they want to go to USC, then I'll be able to see, calculate how much that school costs based on the age of that child and be able to give them a more detailed answer. Does that make sense? So if you ask me a question, again, how, do, how much do I need to retire? Will I run out of money? We'll have to kind of find out a little bit more information to be able to give you a detailed answer. If everybody agrees with that, can you just give me a thumbs up on the thing or just type in the chat? That makes complete sense, Pastor George. Or, or in doing that. Gotcha. But we love the question. All right, great. So today's agenda, let me tell you what's going to happen. We're going to go over how stocks performed in 2022, but I'm sure none of you want to hear that. So just kidding. We're going to go over how stocks performed in 2022. And then I'm going to talk to you about why that happened and different factors that are involved. You guys already know what we do. And then where we're going from now. And then I, I will talk about some things about in 2023. All right. But before I go into that, the 2022, it would be fair just because I, you know, maybe some of you um, weren't on last year's or different things before, but I actually do this every year. So I actually want to go back a little bit further. So I'm actually going to start at 2020. And I'm going to say that Dow Jones was right here. You know what I mean? So let's say, you know, it'd be 28, 29,000. It's just right here. Then the Dow Jones went up in January and February. Then everybody, just in the chat, you can just say like, like um, um, at any time, you guys remember what happened in March of 2020? I'll just give you a little hint, you know. The pandemic started coming over to the United States. The basketball has something called March March Madness. They uh, canceled that. Do you guys remember the NBA getting canceled everything? And then we slowed our economy down. And then you saw the markets go down down a thousand points one day, up 200 the next, down 18. And then I started doing weekly calls. And one of the things I said on those weekly calls is, let's look at opportunity. I'm repeating myself again, it's my pastor side coming out. Let's look at opportunity in down markets. So, you know, in other words, we started, and if you guys remember, I started a list. It's called pandemic stocks. I started listing them to you. Then you guys saw how the, when the market went down, you remember? almost 30, 40% and you saw those numbers go up. Then the market came back up at the end of 2020. Then in 2021, you started seeing those are growth stocks that really moved. Then you saw dividend paying stocks more in 2021. And then when we came into 2022, we saw certain things. And this is what I said, and then I'll pull up the slides. I said that we have three challenges coming in the two, 2022. Number one was inflation. I said that, right? I said number two was gas. Two, two was the interest rates. The Fed may raise interest rates. So I'm going to go through that. And then third was a lot with the war in Ukraine, which started in February. So let's talk a little bit about 
2022. All right. So 2022. Oh, by the way, this is also what um, this is what people said was going to happen in the markets. And then the 38s, by the way, S&P 500, I was asked this this week by someone, S&P stands for Standard and Poor's. That's a rating agency. What they do is they make a composite index of the 500 largest companies in the United States. So you're talking about Coke, McDonald's, Apple, just large U.S. companies. And they say, what's a large U.S. company? A company you have to use every day. Like it's it's hard to get around certain companies. Like, you you know, you can use, you know, it's just tough. So in that area. So just so you know, the S&P 500 was down 19.44 last year. And you know, the, and then if you look at the NASDAQ, which happens to be technologies, that was actually down to almost in the 30 range in that area. So you also see the Dow, you see all the index were down. And then, and then also you see when you raise interest rates, um, interest rates and bond prices have what's called an inverse relationship, like a teeter-totter. So when they raise interest rates, the bond prices go down. So what you're seeing is you're seeing the markets actually go down and pretty much in those areas and indexes. All right. So this is where the market actually you're seeing it actually actually happen. So let's use let's look at some of these. So if you see, they're saying how the GDP um, grew at 6.9%. Then you see where Russia invades Ukraine. And then you see where there's interest rate hikes and you're starting to see all these interest rate hikes. And then there's a time when they raise interest rates four times 75 basis points. So you're watching the, the, them raise interest rates. So when they're raising interest rates, that can have an effect and also have corporate profits go down because earnings are what drive stock prices. So what you're seeing is you're seeing the, down here from the high and then you're seeing it um as far as the market's going down now later on when i go over solutions and everything do you see the benefit of having a good asset allocation here and then also that these are also sometimes it creates opportunities in here but right now i like i'm just looking at this is what happened in 2021 22 then this is showing revenue growth. I just won't spend as much time on this, but you see how our uh, revenue growth was down in 2020. And then you see this is something that I'll go into later on. I'm going to talk about something called pent-up demand. But so that creates something called pent-up demand. And then now what I want to do is show you economic indicators from 2020, 2021 in 2022 let me tell you why it's just showing you what what's happening in the markets and what's something called consumer sentiment you guys ever heard that term before consumer sentiment that's how people feel if people spend more if they spend more then that fuels the economy but people spend less when they think things are good, are not going to happen so then they just kind of hold their money so just so you know in the united states we're like not saying the last of the big spenders but but we spend money. So I just want to show you some economic indicators. So if before, before I start this, do you see this right here? November of 2020. So do you guys see this monetary policy is all green, okay? So by the way, that means the Federal Reserve interest rates are really low, different things like that. The gentleman who runs the Federal Reserve, his name is Jerome Powell, but it's actually, there's a, there's a whole committee, everything is involved. Do you see this US economic outlook? You see these indicators? Okay, so they they have all these right. They have this right here, yield curve, and then you see all these um these negative ones right here. Do you see this political environment, geopolitical risk, equity market valuation? That means markets are really high. Energy costs, inflation is right, not bad because that's two thousand. That's two thousand twenty. Then we see two thousand twenty one. Look, monetary policy, everything is green except political environment, which um, we've been doing this for years. It's gotten always been like that. Oops, sorry, I went back. Let's go forward. Now, 2022, December. Look at monetary policy. You see where that is? 
that is us that's raising interest rates all the time. Yield curve, that means that you know that that's going to interest rates are very high. Then you're also seeing international economic outlook, what's going on around the world. And then you're seeing geopolitical risk. Geopolitical risk is another thing to say in Ukraine, what's going on around the world. And then also disposable personal income and wages. So I'm giving you an example of things that we look at when we're making decisions about your portfolio. And we're looking at not only just the you know, statements just going up and down, we're looking at where we're going. Does that make sense? Okay, great. So what you're seeing is you're seeing how things are working economically. And then we're seeing what we should actually do with your portfolios and when you're investing money. So next, I'd like to give you an example. So now we go into something called headwinds. So those economic indicators that you look at, and then also, I have called speedometers. You know what I mean? Like how you have those, you know, you have a speedometer and everything, how you're working and everything. So what we're doing is I want to look at this, but then I want to, um, I think you guys know what I'm about to do next. I show you this every, every year. I show you headwinds and tailwinds, okay? I think we're pretty clear on what a headwind is, but, but I just want to let you know I've been, I was been flying a lot recently. And if you fly from Dallas, Texas to Los Angeles and you fly there, it takes, um, I'll say three hours to fly there. On the way back, it takes two hours and 28 minutes. Does anybody know why it takes less time to fly there, fly back or when you're going to that direction? Because there's headwinds that are slowing the plane down. On the way back, why do you get back faster if you live in LA? You have tailwinds pushing you forward. Why am I saying that to you? Because it's the exact same thing in the markets. So without going deeper into all those indicators, I like to tell you what, let's go over what the headwinds are. The challenges in the markets, okay? Number one is inflation, inflation. So if you look at last year, do you remember when gas prices in California were like six and seven dollars? That's inflation. That means when someone goes and buys, they have less money to buy other things. So what inflation is, just quite simply put, is a lot of dollars and very a lot of dollars and low supply. So then that drives the price up. Does that make sense? Drives the price up. So then what happens is there has to be something to slow down the demand. So the government did certain things. Number one, do you guys remember that, that PPP where everybody had all that stuff and then they just, and then just everybody just had everything um, um, where they were just spending and they were just, they were just, um, they were just doing, you know, that was, that was just uh, an example. Like, you know, they just, people were just spending, they were just getting money and they were just spending it. And then it created something called pent up demand, right? So in other words, like people were just out and then they were doing stuff and then they just started spending more, you know, they started just going out and spending more, you know, like on a, on a trip. So the economy slowed down, right? In 2020, and then it opened back up. Did anybody notice when you went out and you traveled and everything, planes were full, different things were happening? Just yes, no. Okay, you guys kind of quiet on me. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to help you guys out and just tell you a little bit about what happened. I'm going to narrate something and what happened was this. People started getting money. And when they started getting that PPP money or just started getting that money from their job, they went out and spent it. And I started thinking about a song. You know, I just want to play it. Let, let you know what you guys yeah. think about people and what happened during the pandemic. Can you let me know if you went on a trip somewhere, somewhere, and you went out and spent money and got on an airplane and just literally just spent money. Just got paid.
so everybody. I'm sorry, I had to play that. Do you know how much money people spent last summer? Just raise your hand, just type in the chat if you flew somewhere last summer. Y'all, I, I got on the plane. Not only was everybody on the plane, they had their sister, brother, everybody on the plane. They had their dog. Now, you guys, did everybody have a dog? First of all, they got a dog during the pandemic. I'm coming back to the financial numbers. But I knew somebody that had a, uh, what's that called when you have a dog that, that helps you relax? The dog had a, uh, oh, a comfort dog. That's what it is. That's what it is. The person had a comfort dog for the dog. So they had two dogs. And the comfort dog got scared on the plane. And they was all next to me in the aisle. I was like, how much, what's going on with all this? Suffice to say, last year, there was something called pent up demand, where during the pandemic, you couldn't travel. So then people said, you know what, I mean, I'm picking on the Midwest people first, and then I'll pick on everybody else. People in the Midwest said, we don't go to Wisconsin Dells. People, I'm talking about Minnesota, Wisconsin, Ohio. And then we're going to come back, and then we're going to go to D.C. You know what I'm saying? Like, even before we used to just go to D.C. Now, you guys, I don't have time to get into this today, but I, I, my family went to go on a trip, and you guys already know, and I got pictures and receipts and everything. And I said, they go, George, where do you want to go? And I said, hey, let's go to Mexico because, you know, the price will be better and everything. Else. Then my whole family said, we're going to Hawaii. Everybody, just think for a minute. You know I didn't want to go to Hawaii. Why? They got hyperinflation, right? A bag of chips is like $5 when it's three somewhere else. Y'all know that, right? So you guys can watch a different seminar that I do where, do you guys know I brought just three, we brought the clothes for me for three days. We were there eight. I traveled with all of the, I went to Costco and bought all of the groceries. My kids, we would go to Pearl Harbor, come out, and they'd be standing in that line. I'd say, come over, sit down. Here, Grace, this yours, this yours. I carried all the food with me to Hawaii to, to limit, to, to cut the inflation. Do you guys understand that? But that's a separate seminar. But you guys understand, this inflation is real. And it was like, so what happened was our economy sped up so fast it created inflation and then now do you understand that what what's happening right now in the markets we're paying for that right now from pent-up demand and supply chain issues but i'm going to walk through the rest of the um heads went with you so i so that believe so that we'll have a solution at the end fair enough all right. And everybody in the background, by the way, that was a song just got paid by I because okay, I'm just letting you know, I felt like every time I wanted to play, everybody, everybody just got paid. <laughs> it was Friday night on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I would say Saturday and Sunday, but it was Monday through Thursday. It was Friday night every week. People are traveling everywhere. And then because of because of virtual, because people could do it, people were flying to Hawaii, flying places and working. Um, I went down in the lobby because I had a few conference calls. Okay, don't you know, let me make sure my family. Okay, gosh, I was about to bring it up, and then they're all going to run down here and try to leave. I did a business meeting at five o'clock in the morning because in New York I was meeting people on the East Coast. It was like eight or nine, and when I was sitting in the lobby, I was the first one down there. Three other guys came and sat down with me. I saw them pull up their thing, and they were and we all had on shirts like this and like this, like normal clothes. And we all had we all had our Shirt, like sweats on underneath, you know what I mean? Like we weren't wearing suits, but we had a shirt like that the, at the beginning of the meeting. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, that's that's very prevalent. All right, let's hit back some of the headwind. And Danette, let me know how my screen is. Let me know if it's okay, all right? All right, so let me know if you see it, Danette, if you see it. I got it. Fed policy. So you guys, the Federal Reserve has raised interest rates, I believe, seven times in 2000. And it's not so much how many times they raise it. It's the it's the speed. They're pulling this plane directly up. You know, like 
that four times at 75 basis points, you guys, that's pretty aggressive, okay? Then there's also people that's like fears of a recession. And by the way, recession is two negative quarters of GDP. So there, there's fears of that. And then also corporate earnings. They think corporations will not make as much money because, because inflation is high and interest rates are high and they have to pay more. So they're doing that. And then geopolitical tensions is just another way of saying what's going on what's going on with what's going on in oh, we'll say ukraine but then there's also china and then also um you're seeing all this where they're uh and then you know comment on a little bit you guys know i try to stay out of the political stuff is that um floating a balloon around out here and then you know like it being shot down and another one just these these tensions can these these tensions have effects on the markets all right now our favorite area, tailwinds. What are tailwinds? Tailwinds are things that can that can actually um, support our market in going higher and in doing things that need to be worked through. Uh, number, I'm going to actually do this in reverse. If China has a policy called a zero policy, like a lockdown, like they do, if, if one person gets cold, they lock down the entire plant and all this thing. So what they want to do is actually, if they stop doing this, then that will allow the supply chain issues to stop. Like where you, you know, like where you order something and it takes months and months to get it. So what happens is if they change that, that will help with inflation because you won't have the supply chain issues. And because it's inflated, that means that should help with some of the, and the pent up demand should be loose. Then that makes the Fed a little bit more. And then by the way, I like Jerome Powell. I know people are mad now because he raised his rates. But he did a good job in 2020 and 21. We gotta, we gotta let him, you know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta work through it. Then also, um, this so just so you understand this, falling US dollars. So when they're raising interest rates, it's making our US dollar very strong. So we have very large US companies. And what they do, remember the SP 500? So I'm using, I'm just using Coca-Cola as an example so that you that you that you know that, or um, I can use Pepsi, I can use any large corporation they sell stuff overseas. So when they convert that back to US dollars, it's like they're losing money. So if we lower, if the dollar isn't as strong, then that means they'll make more profit in that area. And then this goes back to interest rate cycle and seasonal effect. I'll explain both of those at the same time. So if the Federal Reserve, you remember this, this thing I, I, I told you? I'll, I'll use my hand. When the Federal Reserve raises interest rates, it makes bond prices go down. So when you want, when so if something's at four, and then it's at a hundred pars a hundred, then it goes to ninety eight when they raise it to four point seven five. Then it goes ninety six, ninety four, ninety two. It just it makes it go down. If the Fed stops raising interest rates, by the way, they just raised it twenty five basis points very recently. If they stop raising interest rates then the bond people can buy them at different areas that will help the markets that's number one number two if they lower interest rates then what happens the exact opposite then what happens they lower interest rates and then bond prices go up all right so that's what we mean by um that's what i mean by cycle and then and then um the seasonal effect Everybody, what time is it right now? I know I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, you guys all got, got excited about the Super Bowl. Don't start naming teams and everything. So I understand there's Super Bowl. Then I understand there's Valentine's Day. And then I understand there's Easter. But then the summer comes. So let's see what the summer brings out. Do people go out and shop, travel? Does everybody, is everybody flying with them, their dog, and the comfort dog? Is it, you know, what is, what does everybody do? We'll see kind of what the season I'm not going to let that go because that, that was wearing me out. Um, so, we have to look at how seasonally things are going to happen. As you guys, you already know, there's at Christmas time and different things. But this Christmas was actually, that's why I saw the markets, um, I think, do pretty well, is there was, it was, it was pretty just normal. It wasn't just over the top. It wasn't just, thing, it was just pretty normal. So we'll see how things come back, actually, and how we, and how they operate in that area. So everybody, before I move on beyond this, does anybody have any questions or um, Danette, can you let me know if you see anything in the chat as far as questions? Danette? I was, I was reading, but no, 
Okay, got it. All right. I have questions then, that were typed in, um, but we'll take those at the end. So I was reading those a second ago. I'm sorry. That's okay, good. I'm... Okay, we'll do that. Hey, I just been great. That I will, I will, I will finish up. I'm ahead of schedule now. Okay, good. Then we're doing good. Hey, everyone, I'm gonna. I wanted to show you a couple slides here, and then I want to just kind of talk through them a little bit. Do you guys see how one of the things is that 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 people want to do is they actually want to save money. You know that during the uh, during the pandemic, people saved money, and now and then now they're spending money. So what happens is that also has an effect on the economy when people save and then also when people spend. So when they're when they're doing that, so I just want to show you just a couple other little slides, and then I want to kind of show you a little plan and everything like this. And then what we're showing here is, so I want to slow down here again, earnings drive stock prices. So what they're doing, they're showing like how these S&P, how the standard poor's or how large, I'm going to, I'm going to replace S&P 500 with how large U.S. companies are actually doing. And this EPS stands for earnings per share. So what happens is they're earning really well. Um, and then I'll put this up, but then I'll take it down and kind of want to explain something to you. Do it. So, do you see why earnings are so important? Did you get, do you remember during the pandemic? Did you guys see how much Amazon was earning? And you see how now they're laying off. Okay, so let me just give you an example of them earning money. So I lived in I I lived lived in Inglewood, and you know I like Amazon trucks. You see them driving around. There would be times when I would see two Amazon trucks like on my street. Can you raise your hand or just type in chat? I did too, or just raise your hand if you saw that. Like you'd be on the street, we see two trucks. Okay, so let me explain something to you about supply chain here real quick. And then all the people that know me know where I'm going. Um, if you have two trucks, that means you know how you order stuff on, what day is they Saturday? So that you order stuff on Thursday or Friday and they said it would arrive on Saturday. There's some people that order some stuff on Friday or Saturday and it couldn't fit in the truck. That's why there's two trucks there. You see, that's kind of a good problem to have. That's like having a store and people are waiting in line to actually get to it, okay? And if you remember, I told you Apple's earnings. Do you guys remember Apple's earnings? They were like $50 billion when they were closed. You remember when you couldn't come in? There were stores you couldn't come in. And there's people ordering online. Go back to McDonald's when you couldn't use the lobby, people just go in the drive through. Do so you see how their earnings would be higher? Because if you're just doing the drive through, I'm not saying they said this, but if you own the McDonald's, you almost wanted it never to end, right? Because you're literally watch this, watch this business model taking people's money and then throwing food out of a window. That's a pretty good business model, wouldn't you agree? So, what happens is that you're seeing companies make earnings and you're seeing them come back. And those are growth companies, which are actually kind of seeing right now, take a break during, sorry, they take a break. They're going down during the pan, during this current time because interest rates are raising so, are rising so fast. All right. So I will just, I have one more slide I want to show you. And then I want to open up for um, questions, just kind of talk a little bit about um, a little bit about game plan. Go back one. So you see it was earnings. And then here it's just talking about interest rates. And what you're seeing right here is you're just showing them how they're rising. But the, at the end of the day, what we need to have is just what's going to actually happen with interest rates. And you know what I mean? Like, in other words, like that just needs to stop and everything. So also I put this up here, but I'm only going to have it up here for a second. So um, as you know, I used to, I used to work at a, at a at a wire house. So what we do is we get all of them and we say what they all think is going to happen with the S and P um, five hundred. How they think five the five hundred largest U.S. companies are going to do. What you'll notice is this year, as opposed to last year, I think you've heard all these names before. I'm sorry, many of these names before is some of them are, it appears UBS seems to be the most bullish, but but these are a lot more moderate growth 
than what they did the year before. So you say to yourself, what difference, um, what difference does that make? Well, that tells you a little bit about what they think about the market, but what's most important is kind of how you manage your, how we manage your portfolio or how you wanna manage your portfolio to achieve your goals. So there's just a couple things you wanna do. Number one is that, um, I first speak to clients or just if you have a portfolio. In your portfolio, you wanna um, do, factor in a couple of things. Number one is that your portfolio can maintain or manage during these, during these type of environments. Number one is first risk, understanding that the markets do fluctuate up and down. Two, being diversified and, and kind of overweighting and putting more emphasis in areas that can do well in these type of times. Like there are investments, obviously, that you know that do well in a high interest, high inflation, geopolitical risk environment. And those are the ones that when we have our individual meetings, we talk about. Because it appears it's going to be like that for a little bit because they haven't moderated inflation, interest rates um, in that area and doing that one. Also, number two, I'll just say this about bonds. Bonds, we wanna be a little shorter, not longer. You know what I mean? Because longer term bonds fluctuate harder. So we wanna be a little shorter. Number three is these growth stocks have done very, very well. When they fall, and there's different things. We're looking at if it fits in your portfolio again. That's what I'm talking about. But like, these may be a good time. You know what I mean? Like to be able to look at opportunities in the market. Then number four, look at that, which is very similar to number three, is this: look at the opportunity that the markets present. I'm going to use a different example now: real estate. You see, interest rates are high. There's a lot of people say, "I don't want to buy real estate right now." But it actually, it's created opportunity in certain areas. So you also want to make sure that you're always cognizant of that. All right. So now, what I like to do is I like to tell you some next steps for everybody and then clients as well. Next steps. All right. Number one is keep us informed of life changes. In other words, if you got a promotion, if you're on your job, what what happened? If you're Retire, just different things. Just, just keep us informed, okay? And then, um, this is common knowledge, everything like this, but anyway, um, tell us if you have investment concerns. I mean, like, last year people like, hey, this and that with the state, you know, this and that with investments when the markets fluctuate. But a lot of times when we sat down and talked to people and explained them what they owned, that helped. That especially helped. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about now. That especially helped in 2020 uh, with the pandemic. Because a lot of things that we invested in in the area of health not only um, had good returns, which is good, but then they also helped, you know, like owning some of the companies that helped with the vaccines and stuff like that. Number three, we're just letting you know now, uh, we're very, very passionate about this. And um, number three is, can you make sure all your documents are up to date? Right, question. Okay, so now everybody look at me and I'm looking right at you. You guys, I think everybody on here knows that I'm a pastor. You know, we've, we've done some funerals in the last two years. Your relatives ask me about your estate plan and your living trust and your area. So we're gonna do check-ins with you. So there's several people in line I'm looking at right now and I know you have an estate plan and some of you did it through us. But I'm going to ask you again if you have it, and we're going to make sure everything is titled correctly. Like, in other words, your home is inside of the trust, okay? So I, I first of all, I just wanted to say this about living trusts and estate plans. You need to have an estate plan, okay? The elements of that are, and then I'm going to have Crystal, my staff next. Let me know who wants to go next. Probably Crystal or, or Danette. I'll have Danette go first with it. You need to have a living trust, then Julian, a living trust. You need to have what's something called a pour over will. That's for things that are not inside the trust, but we can go over that. Then there's something called power of attorney. Power of attorney, POA, there's two kinds. There's a financial power of attorney 
and there's a health financial return and there's healthcare directives. And now before you tell me, Pastor Olham, I just have to do this because they just do this to me all the time. I filled out all a paperwork down at Kaiser on Cadillac. Then I have to tell you, well, I, if you get hurt or injured, I hope you get injured within a five mile radius of that. Because if you get somewhere else, you don't have it. It's called healthcare directive. Okay. And then five, we got to make sure you have that the person who is the successor trustee, and I hope this all makes sense to you, that they know where the documents are and what's going on. So it ain't me coming to the hospital, then me trying to find the person. You know what I mean? Like, so that they, everybody knows what's going on. That's done. Jeanette, Crystal, and Julian, if you guys could unmute. That is done. We start by having something called a kitchen table conversation where you talk. Can you ask your mother and your father, do, do you have a linen trust? Can you just ask them that for us, okay? Then can you also ask your cousin? I want you to go up one because there's some other people that, that she just may be responsible for or just do it. Two, if you have kids or grandkids, can you talk to your kids and tell them you have an estate plan or just talk to them a little bit about it? Um, and the reason and the reason why is, is that during the pandemic, people couldn't go to the hospital and find out information, if you remember. So I just want to make sure that that is done. And then these are, this is the cert. And then also, can Danette or our, uh, tell us a little bit about the services that we provide in that, in, in that area? Uh, yeah, actually, I'm going to say one thing and toss it to Julianne. But the one thing that I do want people to know is if they do have a trust and they talk to their kids about it, can you just tell them where it is? Let them know where it is or give it to them, whoever the successor trustee is, or put it somewhere that they know where it is. So especially our clients, so we don't have to, you know, go to the house and turn it upside down and have people looking at us like we trying to steal something because we trying to find it. Yeah, don't say nothing, Ju I mean, uh, Crystal and George, it's all good. But can you just do that? Okay. And then I'm going to turn it over to Julianne to give specific information. <laughs> oh, no, she ain't. Oh, no, she ain't. Oh, no, she ain't. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Oh, okay. I, I just do you think to... she said, do you think Jeanette's talking about something she read in a book? Or do you think no. she, do you think that Pastor George had to go to the house and talk to the people and then the, then the, the what's that called when the people are taking care Care of the caregivers. The caregivers in them. And I'm telling on Pastor George and I tell them I'm not stealing anything from them. I'm trying to find a document so I can get their son so he can pay a bill. George and his angels are over there. We over there. We occupy while we hunting the day. We over there. It got so bad. We started cleaning. We were like, it's not funny. I'm going to let that go. I know, because that's why, you know, that's why you see me doing so. I have to laugh, is what, is what happens. Chris, I'll let you, I'll let you say a point, but you got, do you understand why we're doing this? So I'm going to, I'm going to try Jerry McGuire now. Help me help you. Crystal, then Julianne, and then we're going to stop. Or, or, um, I want to say, if you are a client, bring <laughs> that in for us to do a review of it. If it's been more than two years, we need to have we need to review it and we need to ensure that it has all the parts because if we didn't do it um, and we don't have a scanned copy, you might think you have a complete trust and or, or, yeah, living will and it's it might not be complete. So allow us to review that if you are a client. Indeed, all of that. Julianne, before we uh, answer any, uh, or we just open up for questions. Um, let me see. So there's the, a lot was said, but yes, everything is important. The only thing I will say is that we do work with all our clients. Um, so it is a sensitive matter. You know, we do definitely keep that front forward with knowing that with every, it's a lot to think about during, you know, when you're setting up a living trust, but we do take our time, but then we also urge urgency because we don't know what's ahead of us. So we're doing it in 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 retrospect of making sure that all your assets are protected because we work hard for everything, your home, your everything that you have that you work for. We want to make sure that it stays within your family and doesn't go through probate. So that's the main oh. thing. 
Yeah. We don't like that word, right, George? Yeah, that's right. That's a swear word, you guys probate. <laughs> All right, I'm back word. now. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm back now. Let them talk. All right. No, thank yeah, you, but, Julie. Anything else? Mm -hmm. Um, and then also the one other thing that the um, that you forgot to mention of the documents, a very important document is the letter of intent as well. Since we do provide our clients to have a full comprehensive trust, that letter of intent is a very important document because if you don't have that, sometimes depending on um, if you're having like, like uh, health issues, the state sometimes makes you have to sell your home to cover all those medical proceeds, especially if you don't have life insurance and things of that nature, that letter of intent is kind of like a blanket to make sure that you don't, to prevent you, if you are a homeowner, to, um, to sell your home for, to cover those medical expenses as well. Right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you, uh, Julianne. So you guys, so you guys understand in 2023, so 2000 this year, we're going to walk through this stuff with you. And I just want to let you know, uh, side is that I'm going to have, a, if you don't have a estate plan and you're a client of ours, we're actually going to have you sign a letter saying that we asked you and I begged you to do it. And you said you want, you would. So I can give it to your, to the people because I, I just can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. All right. So that's, that's not that. So, you know, let me finish these last two slides and then I will, um, so I already talked about this. So, so I'm gonna stop it. Does anyone see me circling? Does he see me circling around there? I'm gonna let that go. Make sure essential. I'm not gonna let it go. I'm gonna move on. Make sure your essential documents are up to date. Okay, and um, I'm gonna do this one. All right, and then um, what we'll do is this: we're gonna give you. We're gonna keep regular communication with you. We're gonna do these sessions like this and then also everyone that's a client you already know we already have another meeting set up we also want to talk to you in april after tax time just to make sure everything is everything is good with you tax wise and then i will have monthly seminars as well and then all of your investments are managed personally everyone here has a fingerprint your investments everyone that's a client on here has a has similar investments, but you all have a personalized strategy. So yours is different. Yours is customized to you based on risk tolerance and goals. And we manage it. Like there's no, there's no, um, we're managing and, uh, and doing that. Uh, number three, um, I'll keep you abreast of these, like what I said earlier, these economic factors that I just laid out in here that I just talked to you about all these things i look at these things every day and then um i can't i'm showing this slide but i can't show you a picture of it but i think you guys know when i travel around the united states when i was in minnesota and i think you guys see if you guys follow me on social media and we're gonna tell you about the things we have upcoming and when i go to mississippi or when i'm traveling around the country i take pictures of, of gas stations everywhere and then when I was in Colorado and it was one ninety nine or two maybe it was two ninety nine, everybody was like, "Oh my!" Like, I go, "Can you slow down so I can take pictures of the gas station?" And they're like, "Why?" You know, when I was at a board meeting. So I just want to let you know that I'm we are we're keeping abreast of everything, and and that and that the same investments you have, the same investments I have, my children have, my family has, and uh, that's it. So next, I'm just showing you guys this. This are upcoming seminars. So I'm gonna comment on them a little bit, then I like to net to fill in anything that I may have forgot. So you guys, I have a website. It's called, I'll put it on this, georgebthompson.com. It has like where I'm doing, it has a lot of content of, of me doing seminars that are teaching different areas. And in doing that, we have this monthly uh, call, which is specific to investments. The George B. Thompson is like, a, um, I should say a personal website of mine, but it's a website of mine that's showing you different avenues of, um, building wealth, personal finance, things like that in that area. Also, there's a pastor, his name is Bishop Van Moody. Him and I have a podcast together. It's called Freedom, where we teach people how to have financial freedom. That comes out monthly, but um, Nanette has a way of sending that out to you as well. So we're having con contact with you in that area. Um, I think you guys all know I've written several books. Uh, I have a brand new book that will be coming out in April. 
It is called, it is called 21 Day Fast Start. And I have preview copies and things like that. So um, I may also give you a little bit more information regarding that before that date. So there's going to be a conference in April that I'm going to have. But also if there's information regarding this, I'd also like to send it. I'd also like to send you a preview copy um, so that you can look at it. And what it is, is 21 days to help you get to the next level in your finances. And actually, it's just in life, you know, like just in just in different areas, which you have good relationships, good in finance, and just also just it's good stewardship in that area. Danette, am I missing anything else other than this schedule for these classes? Not in that regard, but George, stay abreast of George B. Thompson because that's where our podcast will be um, hyperlinked to that we're uh, working with uh, Bishop Matt Van Moody with the Financial Freedom Podcast. Every Monday, you'll get an email. Um, you should get one shortly today um, reminding you that um, Monday, we have a new episode. For those of you who watched the first episode, we hope you enjoyed it. Um, episode number two will be um, premiering on Monday. So stay tuned for that. All right. You have a couple of questions. So once you're, we're done recording for this session, cool. um, we'll take personal questions. Cool. So everybody, I want to thank you so much for joining us, um, joining us here uh, online and also watching this recording. And for more information, go to thompsonwm.com and get more information. And uh, just email us or call us at 310-319-5353. Thank you. I'd like to open.